It's time for faith and life to connect. I first go before God, working on who and what I am before Him and what He's calling me to be as a husband. Where a Christian walk meets our day-to-day life. Dealing with that baggage can mean anything from delaying the marriage to dealing with the baggage. For sure. And where it's okay to laugh a little. Meaningless days, I look at. <laughs> I'm looking at meaningless days and live happily with the woman you love, and I'm trying to figure out how they wind up in the same set. <laughs> We're not saying that the marriage is meaningless. Heaven forbid we say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. This is The Session with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. What triggers your potential spouse? And that you guys both agree, yeah, they are triggers, and it is, as we grow, something we have to work through. But we're going to give you sort of the grace and space to do that. Good morning, and it is time for Faith and Life to Connect here on Rise FM. I'm Scott, here with Tom from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries, and this is the session in the middle of the heat of July. And welcome in. Thank you. Feels yeah. nice to be in air conditioning. It does, definitely. <laughs> Yes. So how are we doing on healing? I haven't got given everybody an update lately. How you doing? Well, praise the Lord, I'm doing really wonderful. I, I think the leg is pretty much back to normal. The only difference now is it's not quite as long as my right leg. But I'm working with a shoe repair shop that is putting lifts in, the, in my left shoe so that my uh, legs are the same length, which I think is really important down the road, which could because of things like Golfing. <laughs> oh, Let's just get it out there, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Golfing. Yeah. In the here and now, that's definitely an important fact. In fact, those shoes should be ready this week. My, my new Father's Day golf shoes, they're going to have the lift in and should be ready this week. But it, it's because of my health, things like hips and back, my back not being uh, okay because the different lengths. And so that's why I'm also motivated to make sure we get them. And Good, good, good. All right, today we're going to cover something I don't think we have ever talked about before in this in this way. Right. It is the psychology of color. And, well, there's a lot to unpack here. So we will do that in just a moment. First, we turn to God's Word, Tom. Well, and Scott, out of Isaiah 118, I, I like this passage because it begins to show in Scripture how there's a variation or, or meaning behind color. Come now, let us... Reason together, says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become wool. So there's meaning and and color is used to describe in word pictures in Scripture to start with. And you see that in in Christian music, too. Patra did an old song years and years and years ago called The Coloring Song. And it goes through, red is the color of blood that flowed. From the face of someone who loved us so, green is the color, yellow is the color, and it goes right through the whole, basically the story of salvation in color in in a song. A new song did a song called Red Letter Day. Crowder did red letters. Uh Color is a very important part of scripture, too. Okay. So maybe yeah. deep down back in my subconscious, that was what led to this. But anyway. Um, it's a colorful thought. That's right. <laughs> and the language we use will not be colorful today. Well, yes, it will, but in a different way. All right. So first of all, we start with the idea of what is color psychology? Well, and Scott, I thought that was probably a good place to start. Yeah. Is we might define what Tom, it is. Tom, what is color psychology? You know, I wish I knew, Scott. <laughs> Here we go again. Color psychology is the study of color's impact on human behavior. It aims to understand why and how different hues 
affect our feelings, behaviors, and decision-making process. Color plays a role in decision-making is your note here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how? Is that, is that what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I'm kind of picking up a how. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> but when we talk about the, the decision-making process, think about how our wives or women in general would end up painting or decorating the house. Well, their decision-making is going to be, well, you know what? I really don't want that color. I think I want that color. What's in right now? Okay, maybe a soft gray. Well, and so then we get 14 hues of gray. Uh-huh. And then we look at them, and I'm, I am looking at them trying to figure out, what's the difference between these? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, to some that are really into color, that they can see varying shades of it. Now, can that have a lot to do? Here's your first rabbit trail of the morning. Good. Women being more emotional beings, right? More of that creative side, I guess. Right. Does that therefore mean that color is a more important thing to them, whereas you and I are perfectly fine with earth tones and? You know, I think so. I've not necessarily read it in research. I think the evidence is empirical. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. It's evidence is out there you can see. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so thus why maybe why my wife's favorite color is pink? Oh yeah. Because it's just more of an emotional color. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it is a more um frilly color. It's it's a color that they would more likely see in themselves in in a dress maybe or painting their daughter's room. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bedroom that has a pink. <laughs> I mean, it reminds me of Pepto-Bismol. Well, there, see, there are different shades of pink, Tom. That's true. We learned that the first bedroom we ever painted. Okay. Sherry said, I want a pink bedroom. We went to the paint store, we saw a pink, and she said, I want that one. Yeah. Mm. We got a Pepto-pink bedroom. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. It was about three shades too dark. And, and so here's an example of how color has an impact on us. How do you sleep in a room like that? Well, that's a really good question because I didn't very often. <laughs> you right. didn't need a bedroom light. I mean, that room had its own glow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I would think. Yeah. So, And that leads kind of this next question you've got here. Would you be more apt to sleep in a room that had soft grays, greens, and blues, or bright reds and purples, or yeah. pinks? Believe it or not, to blow it completely out of proportion, I have seen some wallpapers that look like zebra prints. Yes. Now, honestly, I really have no problem sleeping, Scott. Uh-huh. But if that was what was going to be on our walls, I think I would instantly begin to have problems sleeping. Now, imagine a radio station with its studio walls are carpet of that color. Oh, my goodness. tiger stripes. Yeah. And, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and so those DJs are kind of uh, hyper. You never fell asleep in that studio. Yeah, that's for Lord sure. Lord knows I tried enough. I was a weekend overnight <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was a, yeah, that was a, mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to talk also a little bit about how it impacts behavior. Okay. You know, my, one of my favorite illustrations, golf. There are several golfers who wear some very bright, very, Boisterous, if that's the right Ricky word. Ricky Fowler comes to mind. Uh, yeah, he almost is inflorescent. Yes. If I were wearing that and trying to golf, it would set off in me anxiety. <laughs> 
you know, I, I'd be wanting to hurry up just because, and I have that feeling inside of me because of the color I'm wearing. So what is the relationship between color and personality? Some color meanings are more universal. As an example, we naturally relate colors like red, orange, yellow to be warmth and sunshine, whereas cool colors like blue, green, purple tend to be calming and refreshing. What's your favorite color due to your personality then? It can energize you in some ways. If you're focused on your favorite color, there's just a sense of perception about that color when you see it that makes you feel different. And so yellow, the sun. There are some people who will go out in the sun and be highly energized and feel more relaxed and maybe motivated. There are others who go out in the sun and go, oh, oh my goodness, it's 87 degrees. That's too hot out here. I'm going in. <laughs> they, they're not motivated by, by the color. So I'm kind of picking up that this could also maybe have an influence on who we work for. If a company's logo is loud and bright and neon green and neon pink and all that right. together, and you're more of a blue-gray kind of guy, that color scheme might set you off a little bit and go, I think I'll go over here. Yeah. I want to say some of the younger crowd, the the executives, the lack of a better term, yupp, the yuppies. Okay. I think they would be very empowered by those bright colors in the, in the movement. And, and they're probably also drinking some espresso and some <laughs> <laughs> that would help them. Yeah. Whereas colors like blue-green, they, they tend to be calming. Green being calming is one of the reasons why I like to be out on the, the golf, golf course. course. It's like a sanctuary out there <laughs> in God's creation. And, and, and ultimately, God created all the colors in the rainbow and in all colors. So that's just a very refreshing one. It also mentions blue. You'll like this, Scott. I like swimming and in the water I feel more relaxed and it's blue and even at times when I'm not swimming as exercise and I'm just swimming for the sake of having fun in the water I like to swim down underneath the surface for a while as long as I have the <laughs> as long as you have air yeah <laughs> yeah because in the blue uh, the peace of mind that's there so oh, nice so let's talk about color choices here some of our our favorite colors, I'm a blue guy, but the darker the better. Okay. I'm, I'm not a sky blue. I mean, it's okay, but I'd rather have a darker blue. And you see that in radio stations I've worked at. I've always preferred the dark blue shirt. Okay. All, as I've gone through my career. Navy blue? Yeah, usually a navy blue, royal blue, things of that line. One of our cars is kind of a crystal blue, kind of a dark crystal blue mm -hmm. with a darker top on it. That is just a refreshing color when I see it. Then we have another one that's navy blue. We got navy blue because it happened to be somebody's favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Boy, fortunately for me, I don't have a pink car yet. <laughs> oh, yes. There's that true. one song out of the 70s, a pink Cadillac? No, oh, no. I've seen a couple. I'm glad right. I don't. Um, but if that's your choice, that's good for you. That's just not where I would go. Yeah. Okay, so the color blue. Let's talk about the color blue here, Tom. The reason it becomes popular amongst uh, corporations could be that the fact that blue is generally seen as reflecting loyalty and stability. 
It's also connected to feelings of tranquility, harmony, and calmness, reminding us of the ski or the sky. Looking up at the sky, if you ever just really focused on it in, in, in a kind of a bigger picture of the sky and then zeroed in on a smaller part and a smaller part, it's a really interesting activity that really helps you relax. And how about the blue in the in the ocean when it's calm? Not probably when it's there's you know a storm coming, but when it's calm, the peace of mind that comes just looking, sitting out and watching the water. So blue has another side of it though, because well, we've heard the phrase, "I'm feeling kind of blue today." Well, it's true. You know, I'm not real sure how you connect those dots. Why they picked blue? Other than the fact it's a little more subtle color, it's not as maybe energetic. It's it's oh. it's hard to be down when you're around orange. Exactly right. That might be the anxious folks. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the anxiety. Yeah. of it all. Right. Yeah. All right. So some of the other favorite colors. Uh, green has really something in our in our world today. Green is very often spoken of. That's true. <laughs> I green, guess that's one way to put it. Yes, green is associated with the environment, nature, and ecology. So when you think about the nature, and here's where we can bring in God's creation. I can't imagine how anybody would not give God credit for creating the heavens and the earth and the beauty that's in it. What possible good is it to say it just happened by accident? Well, how do you benefit from that? What, what's in it for that to ignore God and say he didn't? No. So anyway... Green and the nature of it and the beauty of it it is so incredibly important. Spotify is an example of a vibrant shade of green if you look at their logo. Oh, okay. I hadn't really thought about it. It really is. Okay. It suggests that the company is full of life and vitality. And to a large degree, that's I think that's true. So then, and then it brings us around to. to <laughs> this is almost talked about as much as the celebration of success. Yeah, it is. Yeah, is the serenity of the golf course. There are some situations where people don't necessarily have to play to be able to go out and walk some of the, the cart paths, and it seems to me at the right time, oak tree is an example where you could walk some of the course and in the beauty of of it and just experience it. Have you ever prescribed somebody to go take a walk around a golf course? Not around a golf course, but I have encouraged them to walk. I've encouraged them to exercise without question. And the woods is a great place to do that. Mm-hmm. That was always, I, there was a park, uh, when we lived in Reynoldsburg, there was a park right across from our apartments. And I love to just go walk through those woods. The next uh, couple colors here are not so associated with, um, with relaxation. Let's start with yellow. And yellow is the color Scott, that grabs your attention right away. It's a smart choice for warning signals, for reflective vests, ambulances. Yellow is also much more associated with optimism, sunshine, and warmth. How about this? There's a reason why emojis are yellow. They ran out of blue? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it has to do with they're their more uh, noticeable in a document. Well, that's true. It's also used in branding to suggest a fun, happy vibe. For example, Burger King's logo or McDonald's, the Golden Arches. The Golden Arches are definitely, they call them golden, but they're really yellow, I think. Yeah, one of the most recognized brands in the world. And that's how we tell people to find our Shelby office. 
Look for the golden arches? That's right. We're two doors from the golden arches. You find the golden arches, you're going to find us. And has there been uh, documented cases of uh, weight gain among your staff from being too? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> One other thing about the color yellow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you really like speeding tickets. Oh, okay. I, I have yeah. heard that yellow and red cars tend to get more speeding tickets because they get the trooper's eye. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. So speaking of red, let's move on to red then. Well, and Scott, it holds strong connotations, red does, to love, desire, and seduction. Ooh. Ooh. Uh-oh. While on the other hand, also being associated with feelings of danger, anger, and violence. It also evokes a sense of energy, instantly grabs our attention, the warning signals on the dashboard of your vehicle. Yellow is gets your attention, but boy, if it's red, you better shut it down in a, in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, or your engine may be following you home piece by piece. <laughs> yeah. It also is appropriate color for warning signals like uh, stop signs and, and, and fire engines. That's where the name Fire Engine Red came from, probably. Was they, Yeah, they, had to, they made that red to make it stand out. Yeah. yeah. And it went along with the red of the stop sign, stop mm-hmm. and let them by. Yeah. So there was kind of maybe a psychology to that as well. So when we're looking at the psychology of color, and you're dealing with somebody in session, second rabbit hole, <laughs> uh, you're in session with somebody who's dealing with anxiety. Right. Does the conversation ever turn to color? Like, well, what color is your car? What color is your room? What colors do you like to wear to try and dig into them a little bit more? Probably not often, Scott, but what I would say is it definitely enters into what are you eating and drinking? This interesting a correlation between some folks with high anxiety and Mountain Dew. Really? Yeah. Uh, just that I have seen. Interesting. Yeah. Because it's got a strong shot of caffeine. Well, right. if they're if they're drinking Mountain Dew and its addictive qualities numerous times in the day, they're likely going to be more anxious anyway. The same with coffee. If it's you know regular caffeine coffee in there, they go through a pot a day or half a pot. Okay. Yeah. I used to. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. back when I was doing mornings or doing traffic reporting, a pot of coffee every morning, guaranteed. Yeah, and it has the potential to make you more hyper. But there's also a correlation in research w- with uh, anxiety that the higher the anxiety, the lower number of hours of sleep. Ah. I You know, I know we've talked about anxiety some, and I'm sure we will again. I, I do remember us... It seems that a lot of a lot of anxiety does come back to sleep and mm-hmm. rest for your body. Right. I guess as we wrap this up today, Tom, if we're dealing with, um, can colors be a source of anxiety for people? Can colors? Can colors help? Maybe not cause it. That may not be the right. I don't quite know how to get the question out. Can colors be a contributing factor to maybe um, adding to it? making it worse yeah i think that they can facilitate it becoming worse they can expedite the process of becoming more anxious those kinds of things that we want to be aware of then we have choice you know um to be able to say i'm going to look at and i'm going to uh, go into maybe a more calming part of the house rather than looking at that zebra wallpaper <laughs> <laughs> Well, in this example, you know, we ended our weekend, Kathy and I did, 
just by going out and sitting in our screened-in porch with the fan going and, and just relaxing and listening to the sounds of the night as the evening rolled into night. And, and you know, that, that was very calming. Th- those kinds of things are available, and you want to decide what, what kind of activity like that helps you calm at home. Your home really ought to be a place of safety and protection, and that should produce calming kind of feelings. So. Okay. So as we wrap it up today, you know, there may be some uh, colorful issues in your family and in your life, and maybe sitting down with a Christian counselor can be helpful in sorting through that to see if maybe, you know, you need to get rid of the zebra-colored wallpaper and go with something more of a <laughs> blue hue, yeah. especially if your name is Hugh. Um, how can someone get a hold of Tom to chat? Well, I can be reached at heritagechristiancounselingministries.com. And remember, if you have got something that you would like us to discuss on the session, we're all ears. You can just reach out to uh, reach out to me, Scott, at risefmohio.com, and we'll see what we can put together for you. But for now, thanks for listening to the session. 